stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. To the show, everyone, and listen, I so much appreciate all of you and your tremendous support. You know what you're doing? You're helping us change America for quality of life for people with disabilities. Can you believe we've been doing this for eight years? I mean, time goes so fast, but hey, wouldn't be here if it weren't for all of you. Uh, and a special greeting to my dear friend Yoshiko Dart. Yoshiko, keep inspiring all of us. You are truly a great leader. And speaking of great leaders, we have a really great guest today. This is one of those shows you're going to love. It is so exciting and interesting because today we have a great leader, a good person, a business person, and a professional athlete. I know if you're a Steelers fan, you know who Mike Schneck is, because if you live in Pittsburgh and you don't know all of the Steelers and their entire background, you know you're not from Pittsburgh. That's just how it goes. And, Mike, before we talk about your career with the Steelers, currently you work for Altair Management Partners, um, and here we go into the investment world. What the heck made you decide to become an investment advisor? Well, it's something, you know, numbers have always been something um, that have come easy to me. So, you know, as a finance major in college, uh, I actually worked while I was still playing uh, in the NFL and uh, just really liked numbers, like looking for undervalued or mispriced securities. I also did some work in uh, real estate, so, you know, looking for ways you can add value and, and make a profit. And then ultimately, at the end of the day, it's it's a competitive world and, um you know, finances and investments, and so I kind of like that, and that's what uh, kind of gets me excited every day. Well, hey, since we have people with disabilities all across the country uh, listening to the show, maybe you could just take a couple minutes for a person with a disability that, you know, they've just gained employment, but they've been working for a few years. What would you be able to do for them? What, what would you be doing? Sure. You know, I think the biggest thing uh, people need to understand is, you know, investing um, you know, there's two things. You can either look at it as an opportunity to gain wealth or it's a, or it's a way to preserve wealth. And I think probably the, those things get um, confused. And so, you know, looking for ways, you know, to when you make money, work hard for it, that you want to keep that money and grow it slowly and make sure that it's there, um, whether or not you want to buy a house, a car, or uh college, you know, looking for those ways to make sure that it's there and that nest egg or whatever it is that you're creating um, is still intact and then you're able to, you know, use that money that you worked hard to make. And I want to say to all of you, I know sometimes people are a little, have some trepidation when they have to work with someone that's going to help manage their money, but I can tell those of you listening to this show, and specifically people with disabilities, he is one of ours. He works, as you'll hear in a minute, to help people with disabilities. You can trust him. So, Mike, what is the name of your company again? It's Altair Management Partners. And how would you contact them? Um, Probably the easiest way is our phone number, which is uh, 724-935-2720. Okay. And they can reach you that way? Yep. I might actually probably be the one answering the phone even. All right. Okay. Well, hey, that's good for everyone to know. So now we have, uh, you know, I noticed a lot about you when it comes to athletics, but I did want to talk to you for a minute. You know, as an athlete, you played for more than the Steelers. 
And every time I talk to you, you have a tendency to, like, connect your sports background and sort of transfer that to the business world, you know, and how you will conduct business. Um, and I'm wondering, did you learn those same skills? Do you do that all the time with all business? Yeah, you know, I mean, I think it's it's a bit of a distinction there where I don't necessarily look at them as, as separate things. Um, I, I look at it as just general principles, and it may sound cliche or whatever you want to call it, but they're generally just kind of principles is the way I, I want to live my life and deal with other people. And, again, you know, being honest, trustworthy, um, you know, and, and being reliable um, and working as hard as possible. And things kind of take care of themselves. When I, You'd be surprised people have the misconception that NFL players that are playing on the field are necessarily always the best person at that position. That's not always the case. Um, while I think I was, ex- you know, extremely good at my position, I don't know if I was necessarily always the best, but I was always consistent. I always worked really hard. I always showed up on time. Um, I always put in the extra hours, and I always, you know, did the right thing. And you'd be amazed at all the people in professional sports that don't do that, and, and their careers, um, you know, end short despite their athletic ability. And those same things carry over into the business world. And you can't, you know, uh, not have honesty and trustworthiness, being reliable and work hard in, in the business world. I think they carry over to anything you're going to do, whether it's uh, sports, uh, business, or uh, being part of a family and, and being a, a father and a husband like I am myself. Well, Mike, when you entered the NFL with the Pittsburgh Steelers, where you were with us from 99 through 2004, in your wildest dreams when you were growing up as a young man, did you ever envision playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and how was that for you? Well, I, I have to admit, I never did envision playing for the Steelers uh, beyond maybe a, a Mean Joe Green Coke commercial. I didn't know a whole lot about them. I grew up in Milwaukee uh, where the Green Bay Packers, um, you know, obviously were what we were watching and talking about. So um, I, I definitely uh, learned a heck of a lot about the Steelers very quickly as I, as I got into Pittsburgh in 1999. Um, but and the question is, how did, did I enjoy it? I don't think it's necessarily a past tense question. I think it continues to be something I enjoy, and, and it surprised me to the positive as I um, never actually left Pittsburgh as, as where my home was, but you know moved on to other cities to play. Um, now that I'm back here full time, uh, I am treated as still part of the family by the fans and the, the Steel organization, which is which has been really special. It's a very unique organization. Um, you know, you see the owners around. At practice, and they're uh, extremely, you know, the Roonies are extremely um, outgoing and friendly and, and a joy to be around, and, and will do anything for their current and former players. So um, it, it, it continues to be a great experience. Well, you know, in Pittsburgh, everyone has black and gold blood. No doubt about that. And yeah, they do love the Steelers, but the Roonies are absolutely fantastic people. And so many people on that team have been people who did decide, you know, to give back and to do things for the business community that they had not done before. So, like, when you were with the Steelers, what is one of your best memories of something that happened? Um, as far as off the field or, or, I guess, on the field? On the field. On the field. Oh, man. There's so many. I, 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 can, I should be able to write a book, but... Um, you know, the thing that always sticks out in my mind um, is not necessarily a play, but coming out of the tunnel in 2001 um, for the AFC Championship game and seeing the terrible towels, um, you know, up in the air, it was just a sea of, of yellow. And it was just, it, it took my breath away. I mean, I can see it still in my mind's eye today. Um, that's a very unique experience that not many people get to, you know, be a part of uh, from my perspective. And so that. Just seeing that 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 support from the fan base was was just unbelievable. Yeah, when you go to other cities, I mean, don't you think? I mean, obviously, many cities have great fans, but don't you think the Steelers have unusual fans? How unbelievably loyal they are to the team. They are. They are very very unique. Um, you know, I was very fortunate to grow up in a state with very passionate fans. Um, but they're they're totally different. Um, you know, obviously Oakland has very passionate fans, but clearly very different. 
um, and Philly for that matter. But uh, the Steeler fans are very unique, and uh, as we all see, you know, Hines on uh, Dancing with the Stars and seeing the terrible towels in that crowd, um, you didn't see the same su- similar support for the other professional athletes that have been on shows like that. So um, they're, they're very passionate, and they're, they love to show their passion. Um, and, and definitely in a positive way, and I'm very fortunate to be a part of that. And I, and I believe that makes a difference, just as you said, how you you know how that had an impact on you, you know what happened. And when you were playing, did you have anyone that was like a mentor to you? Um, a, a, a ton. Um, you know, probably the, the the quickest thing that you realized was, you know, why the heck did all these older players stick around? In Pittsburgh, you know, they can move wherever they want. Not most of them weren't from here, but you know, they all lived here. So, you know, not maybe not one specific person in that instance, but you know, seeing those players still in town, still doing stuff for the community, and still involved. Um, but Andy Russell's a guy that I still stay in contact with, and you know, we we catch up uh, every you know couple times a year, and, and, and you know, kind of give me ideas and, and guide me as I'm getting out of this and. And probably the guy that I spend uh, the most time with is, uh, is Rich Ehrenberg, is a running back from the early '80s. And there, there are so many ex-Steelers that are in town that it's hard not to stumble in. But those two guys have definitely been uh, great advocates for me and, and helped me in my uh, during my career and now my post-career. Well, you know what? As I always say, no matter what you're doing, it's always important to have a mentor and to have people to help you because. It's just like one big family. And mm-hmm. when you're willing to reach out, it's amazing what a difference that makes. But right now, we're going to get ready to go to break. Hey, if you just joined us, we have as our guest on the show today, Mike Schneck, who is a partner at Altair Management Partners, who is a former Pittsburgh Steeler, but as he mentioned, once a stealer, always a stealer, and who is the chair of Variety, the children's charity, which we'll be talking about in a few minutes. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back with Mike Schneck. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. There's a course offered on 7th Wave Network that you never saw offered in college. One that provides information on how to transform ancient wisdom teachings into everyday life. You'll learn how to create from your spirit and explore the world with all of your senses. Participation is encouraged. Enroll in Spirituality 101, the course you can't afford to miss with your host, Reverend Norma. Class is in session every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time, in your favorite classroom, 7th Wave Network. Comes down to ladies is that defining line between been there, done that, and ain't going back, baby. Yeah, I've heard them call you yuppies and baby boomers, maybe even dolls, babes, darlings, sugar, and sweetheart. But I say that women are truly amazing. Join Dr. Marlene for Amazing Women, Brains, Beauty, and Style every Wednesday afternoon at 2 Pacific, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. And welcome back to the show. If you just joined us, we're talking to Mike Schmeck 
former Pittsburgh Steeler and works as an investment advisor at Altair Management Partners and is the new chair of the board of Variety the Children's Charity. Hey, before we move on to talk about that, Mike, you left the Steelers and you went on to play for the Buffalo Bills, and then you were selected for the Pro Bowl, which, wow, that's awesome. I wondered, as you look back on your career, what would you say are some of the key lessons that you learned? Well, I mean, it's tough to narrow it down to one, but I think the one thing, one concept that kind of um, encompasses it all is, is the term is how to be a pro. Um, I think it uh, it applies to everything. Kind of goes back to something we were talking about before. But um, again, it's not always the person um, you know with the most talent or the most connections or uh, whatever it is. You know, it's the person that shows up is the most consistent, um, is the most reliable, um, and, and does the little things right. And those little things add up into big things. And if you if you kind of trust in that process, uh, things work out for you. And that is definitely you know, the process I went through, and you have to have trust and you have to have belief that, you know, it may not work out for you today, uh, that very minute, but if you keep that mindset and you keep pushing forward with it over time, uh, may not be as quickly as you want, but it will work out for you. Yeah, and isn't that amazing how, as you just said earlier, how that carries over into the world of business? Same no thing. Yeah. It, same, it, it, same, same things carry over. Okay, well, Mike, getting down to brass tacks here now, you are the chairman of the board of Variety, the children's charity. Can you tell our listeners about Variety here in Pittsburgh? Sure. Uh, it's something I'm uh, very passionate about, and I think it is uh, one of the most unique stories, especially for the city of Pittsburgh. Uh, Variety is a charity that was actually an international charity. We have um, 50, as we call them, tents around the world. Um, but was actually founded in Pittsburgh uh, 80 years ago. Um, a very uh, unique story where the, it was actually a Christmas Eve in 1928, um, and a one-month-old baby girl was actually discovered abandoned on a seat in uh, the Sheridan Theater in East Liberty, um, with a, a note um, with her saying that the uh, you know the mother was heartbroken, couldn't couldn't take care of her anymore, and um, needed somebody take care of her and was entrusting her into the theater people um, of, of Pittsburgh. And these gentlemen uh, and their families took this, this baby in and, um, to make a long story short, ended up founding a charity out of that um, that they called Variety Club uh, back then. And that was a, a club they already had and, and devoted their time towards uh, helping kids. Uh, what we specifically do uh, in Pittsburgh is uh, help kids with physical and mental disabilities um, you know, gain um, mobility and accessibility um, and, and we do that in a couple ways. Uh, we have a kids on the go program that provides metal, excuse me, medical equipment for mobility and independence. Um, we also have a camp, uh, it's a summer day camp that um, we do sports and recreation, and crafts, and all kinds of really cool stuff. Um, and then we also have programs and services. Um, we have events, a fishing tournament. Uh, fortunate that the uh, partnership or the relationship I have with the Steelers. Uh, we get uh, the kids and their families uh, out to training camp every year. We have a Halloween party, Christmas party, Valentine's Day party where we can get these kids and their families together so they can socialize and get out and, and have a lot of fun. So um, it's a great cause and very unique uh, for Pittsburgh in that the uh, international charity was founded there. Wow. You know what, though? That is an unbelievable story about how Variety started here in Pittsburgh, so you all know now, even though we all have our special area, there's variety all across the United States and other parts of the world. I mean, this is how it all started, which is something we need to talk more about and that we should be so proud of. I mean, I just think that is the greatest story. And so, of course, the question is, uh, Mike, why did you get involved? Well, I, I grew up with variety. My dad um, got involved in variety about 35 years ago, and, and actually this year is uh, just stepping off after serving on Variety's board in Milwaukee for 35 years. Uh, he and his friends uh, worked uh, on the golf tournaments there. And uh, so it was something that I grew up with, and it, and it shaped a lot of how I kind of saw the world. Um, you know, I was very fortunate. I was, uh, you know, I was dealt four aces. You know, I was uh, very gifted athletically, um, had a very strong family um, structure, um, you know, very 
successful family, you know, never had to really worry about much and everything kind of, um, I wouldn't say easy, but sure, you know, things always were easy for me. And, um, you know, with my dad's association with variety, I, I always had great perspective on, on the fact that not everybody gets dealt four races and that, you know, sometimes some people need some help. And I, you know, when he would, um, you know, be out of, be out of uh, the house and uh, at night and you say, well, you know, where's dad tonight? Well, he's at a variety meeting. Well, what's variety mom? And they explained to you what he's doing. Um, you know, that, that really shaped me and who I became. So selfishly, I wanted to get involved, um, to continue to give back, but also as I started my own family to give them that same experience and, um, and show them that, that there are things and, and people and, and, and causes out there that you need to donate your, your money, but more importantly, your time. Um, and so that's kind of how I got involved when I moved to Pittsburgh and, and have continued to uh, get more involved as, um, you know, as my career has ended now and I am able to de- de- devote more of my time to it. Wow. Well, you know what? We're so lucky to have you. And, Mike, look at the impact your father had on you. This is why I always tell people, always remember, always, that there is a child watching you and that you have no idea the impact that you make. You know, sometimes we forget about that, but in this case, it was really a great impact that your father had on you. And uh, I assume he knows you're doing this? Oh, yeah. We we definitely um, talk back and forth, uh, you know, about what has been going on in Milwaukee and uh, things that have worked for them. And so I always try and, you know, cherry-pick the great ideas for, you know, either events or fundraising or whatever they're doing that might work for us in Pittsburgh. Let me ask you this. When you got involved with Variety here, was it what you thought it would be like? Unfortunately, no. Um, growing up in Milwaukee, I wouldn't say uh, Variety was the most well-known uh, charity there, but it was definitely known. Um, unfortunately, in Pittsburgh, um, you know, like I said, uh, the city where we were founded, I was expecting everybody in the whole city to know, uh, you know, who Variety is and what we do. Um, so that is my goal. Um, you know, there was a time when Variety was extremely well-known in, in Pittsburgh and actually had very strong ties to the theater and movie industry. And, and even the Oscar winners uh, used to have to make a tour through Pittsburgh um, because of the strength of uh, Variety. Um, I don't know if we can get ourselves back to that level, but uh, I sure would like to um, you know, build out our um, our presence in Pittsburgh, uh, especially because of our background. Yeah, I know they used to do that. And I also agree with you that variety should be more well-known. We are such a great organization. May I tell all of you, I'm very proud to say I am a trustee and I'm very committed to this organization. I mean, as you'll be hearing in a little bit, they just do wonderful things and wonderful work and it is so rewarding. But, hey, we always need help. Everyone needs help. It's hard to help other people when you don't have the ability to do so. So I'm going to start talking about this right now. You know, how hard is it to make a small contribution? I tell people all the time, when you hear someone say, oh, could you make a contribution, sometimes people think, I can't do that. I don't have $1,000. I don't have $5,000. But I'm here to tell you, you don't need to have that much money. You just need to make a contribution. Every single dollar counts. Of course, if you can give more, that's great, too. But um, if you go to, what is the website, Mike? Uh, It's uh, varietypittsburgh.org. Okay, if you go to VarietyPittsburgh.org, you can go there and it will show you how to make a contribution. As I said, every dollar counts. And just so you know this, you are helping, as you'll hear in a little bit, a child with a disability gain mobility and have a chance to participate in a wonderful event. But right now... We're going to get ready to go to break. We have on the show today former Pittsburgh Steeler and chair of the board of the Apple, the, oh, I'm giving you my job, a variety of the children's charity right here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Although it started here, remember, it is all over the United States and other parts of the world. Helping children with disabilities is our mission in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. 
spread the news. If you're here in Pittsburgh, tell everyone you know about this organization, and we'll be right back with Mike to talk about it even more. You are listening to Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. What it comes down to, ladies, is that defining line between been there, done that, and ain't going back, baby. Yeah, I've heard them call you yuppies and baby boomers, maybe even dolls, babes, darlings, sugar, and sweetheart. But I say that women are truly amazing. Join Dr. Marlene for Amazing Women, Brains, Beauty, and Style, every Wednesday afternoon at 2 Pacific, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. Drawing on resources from wellness communities throughout America and abroad, the show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Wellness Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Hi, I'm Greg Grumberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. Hey, welcome back to the show. We are talking to a wonderful, wonderful young man. NFL star, Pittsburgh Steeler, who now is giving back, and I mean really giving back. i got to tell you this. Mike, when he first got involved with Variety the Children's Charity here in Pittsburgh, PA, it isn't that we had to go to him and say, oh, please, please, would you consider doing this? It's that he contacted us and wanted to be involved. And as you can see, he wasn't kidding. Now he's the chair of the board. But he is the real deal. I'm very proud of him and proud to be associated with him. And I know we have had some very great events the years I've been involved. So, Mike, can you tell our listeners a little bit about some of the signature events? Sure. Um, you know, coming up here, um, we have our, our Highmark Walk for Healthy Community that um, I got a team together and a bunch of uh, our families uh, are getting out with the, with their families to walk and, and raise money and awareness for a variety through Highmark. Uh, we have our Josh Miller uh, Golf Invitational coming up in uh, June, uh, which we're excited. Josh is a good friend of mine and uh, put his name on our event. So um, Josh has a radio show, too, if you ever have a chance to listen to him on uh, 93.7. Uh, he's a very funny guy. And then our, our big anniversary of Gala coming up in November. And all that information is on the uh, website. So, um, you know, those are our big, uh, you know, events to, uh, you know, bring awareness and, and help raise uh, funds to, you know, help with this uh, this cause. And, um, you know, there's always, the, you know, the, the camp this year um, definitely can, uh, needs a lot of help with that. Uh, some of the other groups that put their camps on uh, haven't been able to do it this year. And so uh, we have a, a lot of kids that are uh, anxious to get out there and, and can always use more funding for that. So these are some of the, the events that we put on and, trying to help bring, uh, you know, in needed funds and awareness for what we're doing. And, and let me just mention something about that. This camp that Mike's talking about, this two-week camp, let me tell you, for a young person with a disability 
to be able to go to summer camp is so phenomenal. And guess what's even better? You could take your sibling. So this isn't like, oh, only children with disabilities. I remember when Kim Milani, uh, who is the CEO of Highmark and is over Variety, the children's charity, I remember when he told me, you know what, you know what, Joyce, this is what we do at the camp. And I said, Ken, I love it because it's not isolated. You know, it's integrated. So this camp is phenomenal. But try to imagine a young child with a disability that's never been to a summer camp getting this opportunity. And that's why every single dollar you contribute to Variety, the children's charity, really can make a difference. And then we also have a holiday party and we have a Halloween party, which we have the Halloween party at Bear and the holiday party at Highmark. Um, and like these two events, which just think, once again, all these children with disabilities get to go to this. They are phenomenal. They really are. Celia Hines is our executive director, and you know, she's really on it, and she loves these children and really loves these programs, uh, but they are phenomenal. Then, as Mike mentioned about that Kids on the Go problem, uh, program, imagine if you're a child, you want to ride your bike, but you can't because of your disability. So now we can purchase and adapt bikes to make them uh, accessible for a child with a disability. Uh, and, I mean, it's so exciting to see that, you know, when you go to these galas and this event. So there is so much they're doing that it is phenomenal and so exciting. And, Mike, I know you've been at a few of these things. I mean, what is your impression of all this? Well, you know, first the camp is just unbelievable. I mean, um, things that they do out there, I mean, the, the archery, the uh, uh, golf, um, all these um, adaptive uh, events and, and sports is just great, and the kids cannot have more fun. Um, they have uh, the adaptive swimming pool. I mean, the, the kids just absolutely um, is one of the best weeks of the year. Um, and I think one of the things that gets overlooked um, is, is the kind of the intangible thing that comes out of these events is is the friendships that the kids get to develop, where they get to interact with kids just like them. And families get to meet families just like them, and they stay in contact, and they develop very long-lasting relationships because of these events that they might not otherwise, um, you know, get to interact with other people um, that are just like them and have the same um, good, bad, and, and indifferent, and, and really be able to relate. And that's something that we've noticed over the years that has really developed out of uh, out of variety family. Well, I'll tell you what, it is phenomenal. I mean, it really is. It is so great. Um, and, you know, we're on Facebook and Twitter so that you can get to us if you have a question for Mike. So here we go, Mike. We have a question from Larry in Missouri, and the question is, uh, Mike, this is unbelievable. You're doing all of this. That just shows us that there are NFL stars that do care. My question to you is, who was your role model? Um great question um again I, I guess it would have to go back to, to my dad you know i mean it's the old uh, lead by example um you know I, I was never i was always a sports fan growing up but it, i never followed any you know specific player um and i also have uh, I, I have a great family i mean you know my mom is somebody who's always been a great uh, role model for me and i have two older brothers um you know who are very um, philanthropic themselves, and, and I'm just very fortunate to have that sort of um, support system right uh, around me. Boy, that is awesome. That really is. And uh, okay, here we go. Ted from Rhode Island. Um, Mike, great what you're doing. As you were growing up, and you wanted to play football and get into the NFL, did you have a lot of obstacles to overcome? Um. You know, it's interesting. I mean, there's there's always obstacles, and, and what surprised me the most was uh, the obstacles were were mental because they were people telling me that maybe not directly but indirectly that I I couldn't succeed or that I was um, too small. You know, you know the stereotypical you know not fast enough, not tall enough, not strong enough, um, or just just disbelief. Like, how are you going to do that? Um, and so you know, just believing in myself. Um, you know, playing in the NFL was never a goal of mine. Uh, playing at Wisconsin, uh, where I was fortunate enough to play, was. 
Um, but realizing that I was playing in my home state kind of uh, pushed me to be um, uh, as, as good as I possibly could because I knew people were going to read about me if I didn't succeed in the paper. And so, um, you know, proving those people wrong because um, I think there's always going to be people that doubt you, and, and, and there are definitely people that are probably uh, too afraid to get up and do something themselves. And uh, when you realize that and, uh, and stop putting any value in what they're saying against you and uh, believe in yourself, um, I think, uh, obviously, yeah, I can show you where it gets you. Yeah. Okay, here we go. We have another question from Mary in Philadelphia. Um, hello, Mike. It's really nice to hear you on this show. My question for you is, what advice do you have for a young boy with a disability who is constantly taunted at school? It's great to have someone like you for any child to look up to, but what advice do you have for him? That's that's a tough question. Um, I know it's a huge issue. Um, you know, it was a huge issue when I was growing up. Um, but I know there's kids, you know, that that I, you know, was friends with that uh, that didn't act that way, and I and, and I would, um, I guess, advise them, you know, to try and surround themselves with as many of those people that that don't taunt them, and and try and get that support system from other people that understand. Um, their their differences and that it's not anything uh, you know that that is different and that they should be accepted and be accepted as as, as who they are um, and so just trying to surround yourself with that kind of support system and, and other kids that understand and uh, and do the right thing I think would be my advice. Yeah, and I agree with Mike. You first of all, there's power in numbers. You've got to find someone else that is not this way that will like be with you or stand up for you uh, or just be your friend at school. Mm-hmm. But I also think it is great to have professional athletes that are letting people know, hey, I don't discriminate. I don't care if you have a disability. Obviously, Mike does not because that's what we do at Variety. We help children with disabilities gain mobility equipment, which to me means gain freedom being included, doing what everyone else does. So that's another thing that I would suggest would be to, you know, give examples of people that are working in this area or people that are making a difference. And you know what? That person that's the bully is not the hero. The hero is the person who is bullied that just goes on their way and can deal with it. Don't you think so, Mike? No question. You know what? What bullying really comes out of is somebody who has lacks confidence, and they need to make themselves feel better um, by picking on somebody they feel, um, you know, better than or, or superior than or whatever they have in their in their head. Um, you know, but at the end of the day, the person um, who is stronger mentally and and is confident in themselves, uh, you know, clearly ends up um, you know at a better place in life. Okay, well, we don't have room for a lot of questions, but here's another question from Sam in Morgantown, West Virginia. And that is, uh, Mike, I'm just wondering, do you ever go to different schools or different places and speak about what you're doing and about giving back to the community? And if not, have you ever considered that? Uh, good question. I'm actually going uh, in about the second week in May here to a, a local high school or a grade school um, to do that exact thing, talk a lot about the same things that we're talking about today. Um, to the, I think it's a third grade class. Uh, the teacher reached out to me and um, kind of want to talk about success, and uh, but also about the uh, the value of giving back and and how that leads to just um, you know helping people and and and, and being more fulfilled in, in, in everything that you're doing in life. Well, and I'm sure you know if you're interested in Mike speaking at a conference or something. You know how to reach him. Go to Variety the Children's Charity, and you will be able to get in touch with him because I always say the more people successful like Mike that can stand up and say to young people with disabilities, you're okay, I've got your back, really have no idea how much power they have and what they can do. And as you can see, Mike is an excellent speaker, and he's really walking the talk because I told you, He is the president of our board at Variety, the children's charity, helping children gain mobility, quality of life, and inclusion. 
Now, hey, if you just tuned in, what a treat today. We're talking to Mike Schneck, Pittsburgh Steeler, president of the board of Variety, the children's charity, investment advisor at Altair Management Partners. Most importantly, a really good person who cares, who's making a difference. If you're listening to the show and you're thinking, oh, I'm so sorry I missed the first part. I have some young person I wish could hear this show. Here's what you do. Go to BenderConsult.com or VoiceAmerica.com and know that all these shows are archived. For example, the shows for the past eight years have been archived. You can go to BenderConsult.com, go to Radio Show, and hear any of the old shows or go to VoiceAmerica.com. But right now, we're going to get ready to go to break. If you just tuned in, as I said, we've been talking to Mike Schneck and we'll be talking to him more. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters, at voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Hi, I'm Greg Grunberg from the TV show Heroes. One of my personal heroes is my son, who, like more than 3 million Americans, has epilepsy. When someone with epilepsy is having a seizure, their brain is temporarily producing more electricity than their body can handle. They can shake or stare or fall down. They can also even briefly lose consciousness. If you see someone having a seizure, please make sure they're comfortable and safe. And within a few minutes or less, the electrical overload will stop and they will be okay. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org. Thank you. Can you imagine a technology that takes human consciousness to the next level? One that reveals a new understanding of what is valuable and possible in the abundant support of life? The truth is, we already have that technology. We simply need to awaken to it and become the value it creates. For more about this, please tune in to Awakening Value, Shamanic Technologies of Consciousness and Success with host Marty Spiegelman. Awakening Value is live every Thursday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. Drawing on resources from wellness communities throughout America and abroad, the show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Wellness Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. If you have a question or comment, call in toll free at 1 866 472 5788. Now, please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joy Spender. Hey, welcome back to the show with Mike Schneck. Pittsburgh Steeler, and right now what we're talking about, president of the board of Variety, the children's charity, right here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And, Mike, one thing I did forget to talk about that you reminded me of is the Young Professionals Group. Can you talk about that for a moment? Sure. Um, it's uh, a group of people that, uh, you know, in their early 20s, 30s, um, you know, they like to get together, you know, maybe do some, you know, networking amongst themselves. Um, and we're, we're putting events on that are a little unique. Uh, we have our first uh, one coming up here in September, I believe, uh, with the Pittsburgh Pirates going to a Pirates game and, and doing a little, um, I think, pre-tailgate with it. Um, and just getting a bunch of people that you know like to get out, like to do things um, out socially, and help bring awareness to variety. Uh, probably the biggest thing that would be a little different is we're going to start bringing some of the the hardware that we like to raise for the kids, the trikes and, and, and the wheelchairs and those really unique kinds of things that we help get kids out and you know, having fun in parks with, and use those specific events to raise money just for that one bike or trike or wheelchair or whatever it is so that we can give it to that one kid. And so it's very tangible. 
uh, everybody feels very engaged in it and really feels like they accomplished something because they did. They helped raise money for this um, piece of hardware that this kid needs and wants and needs to be able to get out and play with his friends or his sisters and brothers out in the parks and, 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 um, and do those kinds of things. Yeah, and you know what? If you can donate three to $4,000, do you realize you could be buying a wheelchair for a child with a disability at Variety, the children's charity? Once again, what is that website, Mike? It's varietypittsburgh.org. Varietypittsburgh.org. If you go there, you can make a contribution to Variety, the children's charity. You could be purchasing a wheelchair for a child waiting that needs the chair. You could be donating for a bike that they've made adaptive for a child with a disability. I mean, there are so many things we're trying to do so that, as Mike said, these children with disabilities won't be by themselves, won't be isolated, but included in the family, in life, and in the ability to play just as everyone else does. So please, if you're listening to the show, remember, every dollar counts. And we appreciate any and every donation that you make. Now, these last two questions, as all of my listeners know, I have asked everyone over the past eight years. And it's always this next one that seems the hardest for my guests to answer. But my question, Mike, is obviously you have really accomplished a lot of things. I wanted to ask you, what would you say is your greatest accomplishment? Um, yeah, I, I, I definitely think it's, it's a challenging question. Um, I, I don't think it's something that I, I definitely can answer yet because um, there's so much I still want to accomplish. I mean, I think, um, you know, pushing forward um, and, and affecting other people, whether that's de- people, you know, in, in my network or my, in my circle, you know, my kids, and pushing them, you know, on to, to do greater and better things, but also affecting other people through variety and, and other avenues like that. So, um, you know, it, it would seem obvious that it might be something to do with sports or, you know, my past in, in that area. But, um, you know, for me, that stuff that I did, you know, personally, that uh, I, I don't mean to minimize it, but from the way I look at the world, it really doesn't add anything of any social value. So, you know, ways that I can affect people, and provide value um, to others, I think, is something that I take a a great amount of pride in. Wow, and you are doing so much. You really are. Hey, we do have time for one last question from Linda in Pittsburgh, and that is, first of all, Mike, congratulations. I have to say this, go Steelers. Um, But my question is this, what do you hope to achieve at Variety? Well, I, there are, you know, and I wish I had the stats in front of me, but there are too many uh, kids and families that we aren't servicing, and that is purely just from the um, the hardware side, the the wheelchairs, ramps, vans, all those types of things, and also from the camp side. Um, you know, we would love to provide kids with all the uh, social, or I'm sorry, all the mobility needs they have, um, because it's not just a one-time thing. Kids grow out of these things, and they need them again. Um, throughout their um, their life and their youth, um, and we would love to have every kid that wants to come to camp with their siblings. Um, so on that side, you know, I, I would love to have enough, uh, you know, uh, funds to be able to, to accomplish that. And also part of that is getting variety back up to um, the notoriety in Pittsburgh that it deserves because of its history here. Yeah, and that is one thing I would say is that, you know, this is such a great group, but we need to be more well-known. So if you're listening to this show today, tell everyone you know about Variety, the children's charity right here in Pittsburgh. If you go to one event and meet these children, I'm telling you, it will change you forever. I know because I've been to these events. And I'm telling you, there is no price tag you can put on helping one of these children and seeing that absolutely beautiful, smiling face, no price tag. So, Mike, if you had a message that you would like to leave with our listeners today, what would that be? Well, I think the biggest thing is, is 
you know, it's easy to continue to talk about, um, you know, supporting variety or whatever charity it is uh, monetarily, which is great. Um, we obviously can always use the support, but what I would encourage people to do is to get up and, and, and do something, do something that, you know, affects other people, provide some social value. Um, it, it's not that hard, you know. I know, um, especially in these you know, economic times, maybe it is challenging for people to donate money, but we all have the same amount of time in the day, and um, we can all carve off a little bit, you know, to help somebody else, and that goes um, a long way, uh, maybe even farther than donating money. Um, you know, Variety has a lot of events that, you know, for us, for example, we need volunteers to help at, at all these things and, and help interact with the kids, and it's very rewarding. Um, but if it's not Variety, it's something else, it's some other cause that uh, is maybe near or dear to you, get out and help, get out and volunteer, because um, they all need help. Oh, that is so true. Get out there and help. Don't sit back. You know, it's so easy to be to have apathy and to not make things happen. But you know what? That could be you. That could be your child. That could be your brother or sister's child. And then you would hope that everyone is taking time to give back. Really, that is our, in my opinion, that is our mission. We are all one big family, and when we start realizing that we all need to give back and help one another, it will be a powerful day. So I agree with Mike. Take time. Take time to give back. Take time to make a difference. It's worth it. So, Mike, I want to thank you for being with us today. It has been a pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks, Joyce. I really enjoyed it. Well, we enjoyed having you, and I want to wish you the best of luck, not only in your career, but as the president and chair of Variety, the children's charity. I know that with your energy and your passion, we're going to go to a much higher level, um, and we are all behind you. Thank you very much for being with us. Thanks, Joyce. Well, we end every show with a quote from a famous civil rights leader or a person with a disability or someone making a difference. And as you heard Mike say, you need to do something, not just sit back. You need to make a difference. Therefore, our quote today has to be from Helen Keller, who said, Science may have found a cure. For most evils, but it has no remedy for the worst of them all, the apathy of human beings. Hey, don't be that person. Make a difference. Get out there. It will change. One person can make that change. You are listening to Joyce Bender, America's Voice where disability matters at voiceamerica.com every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. See you next Tuesday. Remember, take time to make a difference. Talk to you then. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com.